welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we are back for our weekly Eurovision update. And this week, Dale, we have voices. We do have our voices back. <laughs> you know what? It did take a couple of days. It did. It sounded like drag queens in a sort of smoking area for a couple of days there. Yeah. But we seem to have been fully recovered. Yes, it was It was nice to have that recovery because it was such a wonderful weekend. Um, but before we knew it, uh, the whole team had to get ready for this weekend. We were kind of took a couple of days off and was like, oh my God, we've got so much to do. We've got so much to get through. And yeah, it was a pretty big weekend. It was. It certainly was. And let's kick off this weekend's festivities. Let's have a look at Eurovision France, Sebuki Dissidé. Before we get into the winner, what do you think of the show? One of the more anticipated national finals of the year. What do you think France dished up for us this year? Oh, I think they did a, a great job as usual. I, I find the jury comments always a little bit strange, but overall the quality of the songs was great. The hosts were great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I was covering Serbia for Aussie Vision, but I must admit one very full eye was on France yeah. because it really was the national final to watch this weekend. It certainly was the headline act, wasn't it? I did enjoy the round stage this year. I thought they did a really good job with that, particularly with some of the staging. Elliot's staging where he sat on that sort of whole thing. Fantastic. Um, you're right. The jury do feature very heavily in this uh, national final. I I guess one of the ones that caught the eye, um, John's Tears was there, of course. But then we had uh, Yisult, I think her name is Yisult. Um, she was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. A new icon has been found. Um, she was amazing. And the way that she stood, um, you know, stood up, literally stood up for some artists with <laughs> yes. a fan. Um, and she could, didn't she just take her time with the points as well? She was milking every second she could get out of this. Yes. And so she should because she was Absolutely fabulous, and I'm a stan. They always bring out a good jury for us, don't they, France? Well, we should get on to the winner of the competition, and it is Alvan and Ahez with Fulen. the jury by 22 points and took the maximum 120 in the tally vote winning by a 50 point margin in the end no real doubt on this one was there no there wasn't um i thought this this was surprisingly such a strong winner like mm. it was a really good quality feel but for this to win so um dominantly that's a really good sign there's something really special about this um it's a it's people were comparing it to uh Tanthageras from um Spain and Terra mm -hmm. to me this was much more put together on stage and what was really good is having a focal point at every time the guy was a focal point then the three women were a focal point but even then they had a one person to look at you weren't like taking your eyes all over the stage they told you where to go where to mm. follow it and much more modern you know that's what's great about this because it brings traditional with the modern very in that go away thing but doesn't sound anything like go away it's just an edm traditional folk thing and i was living for yeah. it and yeah. i was so happy it won they went a bit nuts with the camera cuts i will say probably added a bit too much frenzy to it because there was enough going on on the stage but these are all things you can iron out and you know get those tweaks out before the competition but gosh wasn't it high impact and it really does have that kind of go away appeal to it where what is 
going on here. It's not familiar to the certainly, you know, to Australian ears. So it'll it'll be something that really really stands out. Um, I think it's going to do very very well in Turin this one, if as long as they can smooth out that uh, performance because it was a little all over the place at times. I think when you really love a song, you be extra harsh on it. And I was mm-hmm. really harsh on it when yes. I was. It won by 50 points. But <laughs> those camera angles, with those shaky... It was at Festival Iacungus. Like, that camera was all over the shop um, in terms of shaky movements and stuff. Not needed. There's enough movement happening on stage. They were kind of not in time. He was particularly not very strong today. He, the, he was almost like half a beat behind out. kind of thing. And yeah. he looked nervous. Um, he, he got it back at times and then kind of lost it again. They'll get that right. But it shows if it wins by 50 points. And that was a that was a messy performance. It was a little messy. And they won that easily? Yep. What if they get that right? Um, they're about 40 to 1 at the moment. And I'm thinking of putting about a few bucks on this. I would get the uh, <laughs> dollars onto that one pretty quickly. Let's run through some of the other place getters here. Second was Pauline. Um, she came fourth in the juries, which was a bit of a, a shock to me. Second in the telly, but I thought she did a fantastic job. What an outfit. The harp tar was there. It was 80s. She was fabulous. What were your thoughts? Oh, I love that kind of airy, airy, new wavy 80s mm. kind of harp realness she brought to it. <laughs> uh, it was my second favorite and it's where it, it came. Like I was very happy with the order. I thought she did a great job. I don't think it would have been the right song to send, um, mm-hmm. but it was wonderful. And I could just listen to anyone say crocodile and <laughs> all day long. It was fantastic. Yeah, she was amazing. Third place went to one of the uh, pre-contest favorites, Soe or Soa. Um, yeah, can't complain about that one. Third in the Televote, fifth in the juries. Yeah, it felt about right. Maybe a bit harsh on the juries, but I thought they did a really good performance, much better than I thought they would be. I thought they might be a bit, you know, maybe that vocal wasn't as good as it looked. Uh, it was really good. They, they kept, did a great job. Great kept chemistry. It, kept it pretty tidy, didn't they? And mm. I thought that was one of the things we were worried about. Quickly, fourth was Marius Hayes, second in the juries. I have to say, this song really stood out to me before the contest. It was such a beautiful chanson-style song. Probably not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, might be seen as a bit old-fashioned, but certainly the juries went for it. Not so much the telly vote, which doesn't surprise me on that one. I loved it. I thought it was such a, a good job. And I think um, unlucky not to get into third. Not so surprising that the juries loved it. Yeah, totally. Uh, quickly, fifth was Cyprien. He was the wild card guy that they put through. They always do this to some poor bugger. Um, and of course, he came sixth in the telly vote at the end of it. But um, I thought he was really good. And um, certainly, he lights up a stage. Oh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it so much. He, he just had such a wonderful positive energy about him. He just performed it so well. Mm. And yeah, they, he he got some good jury scores. And last from the semi, uh, from the super final was Elliot with his sort of Coldplay light song. I really enjoyed the staging on this one. It was probably a bit of a shock he made the top six, to be honest. But um, I, I can see why. Fourth in the tally vote went pretty well. Yeah, the staging was good. Okay. I like the song going into it. Yeah. Wasn't his strongest night. Fair enough, fair enough. But um, look, ultimately, fantastic night there in Paris, and uh, we've got a fantastic result and a great entry to come from France. Yep, France on the way up. Okay, to Denmark now. Dansk Melody Grand Prix. Michael, one of the ones we do enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very competitive affair, very close, but we did have a winner, and it was ready with the show. This is so me, and I will never let it go. I will keep up with the show, so you. 
try me All the things that I in Denmark, they have a super final where three get through, uh, and it was very tight. Ready won with 37% of the vote. In second was Confessions with Hallelujah on 32, and in third was Josie and Jack with the Justin Bieber ripoff, Let Me Go, um, on 31%. So this that's the tightest super final I've seen in years. That's a real three-way race, isn't it? What yeah. do you think that says, and what do you think about the song? I, I think there was no standouts in Denmark this year, to be honest, from my point of view, and I think that says it all, to be honest. Um, look, as far as the, the winning song goes, I can't say it's really doing much for me at all, to be honest. Um, if anything, I prefer the song at the beginning when it's more of a ballad and then we go into that sort of rock thing uh, a bit, you know, probably a minute into the song. Look, it's just a personal taste thing, but I'm a bit over the whole retro rock pop thing mm. at the moment. It's just not really my cup of tea. And if anything, this kind of doesn't do much for me at all. I was really happy for them. They look so overwhelmed when they won and everything. Good for you. But um, <laughs> this is this is screaming soldiers of love kind of result for me when we get to the, to the actual contest. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Interestingly, it was put together by the group was put together by Chief One, um, who has been involved with three Danish entries in the past: nineteen ninety seven, twenty twelve with "Should Have Known Better." Mm-hmm. I can see some similarities, and also twenty fifteen with "The Way You Are." Anti social um, media flopped hard. Yep. Yeah, um, both didn't do great, and I can see that kind of feeling. He was also competing last year and did make the super final. Hmm. Uh, I can see what they're doing, but it does feel that that whole new thing of that kind of pop punky kind of thing, and this just feels like a very Danish version of mm. it, and it makes it even more watered down. Yeah, I'm not going to use the word punk here because no. this is about as punk as a cup of tea and a biscuit. <laughs> you know, really, this no, it's rock pop. I'm not. It's not going anywhere near punk. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, fair of rock pop is where I kind mm. of mean. You know what? You know how yes. light this pop punk stuff is at the moment. Mm. So look, I didn't mind it out of the songs that were there, but I didn't. I wasn't a big fan. And to be honest, I think Denmark really missed a treat here. With I am still upset about full defect I thought what they brought with this grimy um, full on very not dance melody Grand Prix just lit up the room lit up the whole show because it was a bit flatliney for that wonderful stage mm. unfortunately we didn't have wonderful songs yes. and it didn't even make the super final Danish people just aren't ready to take a risk because this was all you know when we talked about chicken sandwiches yeah. this is even a sandwich it's unsalted chicken <laughs> just pressed chicken yeah not even thighs <laughs> there was one nothing. you're right it, that was the only song that actually had an impression had an, had a pulse that could have stood out in a lineup and they left it not even in the super final like what were you thinking i, I was, was devastated that stage deserved better than, must have been, than probably all 10 acts to oh, be honest, I, I must have been naive to think that maybe full defect had a chance because i thought it was such a great performance everyone went off to it i'm like oh denmark could send something great and then no of course it didn't even make it super final. <laughs> all right well look that's the danish entry for this year mm. i can't say i hold a lot of hope at this point in time but anything can still happen definitely definitely Okay, Dale, well, let's head off to the eastern side of the continent to one of the more controversial national finals for the year. Selexia Nacionala out of Romania was this morning, and we do have a winner. It is WRS with Yamame. Yeah, my baby, yeah, my baby. Hold on, baby, baby. 
importantly for me, this did win the jury. It got three out of five maximum points, 12 points there. Came second in the tally vote to Dora, the pre-contest favourite, but only lost by 240 votes, so not enough to really uh, change the result. Um, I guess it came in one of the favourites, ended up taking the crown. Can you say you're surprised with WRS's victory? Yeah, not too much of a surprise. I think Dora... I, I thought probably would have won, but I thought maybe he was the other one to watch out of this group. Mm-hmm. And when you look back at the songs after they got through that first round, I thought he was probably the best of this lot. I think there were two other songs that didn't get through mm-hmm. um, that probably were the <laughs> other ones, but he was there. And you know what? I was worried about how this would have come across live. And look, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't brilliant, but it wasn't. It was. It was fine. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a decent Eurodance song, isn't it? Um, he does a reasonable job of performing it live. I want to say reasonable. Um, I do think they're going to need to really ramp this up a lot, though, when it comes to Turin, because I can't see juries going for this composition-wise or really vocal-wise. It, it's it's kind of a bit mediocre. So, overall impression here is going to need to be very very strong to get a result. That's my opinion on it. Um, second in on the night was Kiri Mendel. He lost the jury vote by two points, uh, only seventh in the tally vote, picking up a grand total of two points. <laughs> <laughs> they did the percentage of the 12 points. It, it was an odd oh, system. God. And, of course, third was Dora. She came sixth in the jury leaving her an insurmountable 16 points behind WRS. So uh, even though she did win the tally vote, she was way, way too far behind uh, at the end of the count. Um, what do you think of Selexia Nacional overall this year, Dale? There was some controversy. Oh, it was a mess, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. To the point that I I'm, I got so disengaged, I just really didn't care. I wanted to know who won, obviously, mm-hmm. but everybody else and the performances and everything, I just didn't even want to engage with it. There were other national finals that were more interesting, Plus, it was just so drama-filled, and the process seemed ridiculous, and we kind of saw this coming as soon as we heard about how it was going to go. It wasn't just because Dos Vidania missed out. <laughs> um, you know, other songs missed out as well. That should have got through. The favourite of the Romanian public yeah. didn't have a chance to even compete. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I guess the only other talking point from Selexia this morning was the host of guest acts we had. I think there was almost as many guest performances as was entries. Uh, Jamala performed live in the studio. Very emotional performance, but she I, I felt a very stoic performance as well there. Kept it all together. Um, lots of Eurovision acts, some live, some lip syncing. I guess one that stood out for us was uh, We Are Domi from the Czech Republic. Probably wish they'd lip synced after that performance. What did you call You caught that one. Yeah, I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was amazing. Mm. Um, they'll be better for the run. And it did seem like she was having some inner ear issues. But it was not a, a sh- it's not a show or a performance that gives me a lot of confidence. Oh, yeah. I, d- I don't think... We talked about this before. I'm trying to think of someone who's done a not a great performance live before Eurovision and has recovered to do something really good at Eurovision. Mm, true. So, hey, out there, if you can think of someone, let us know. But it's it's pretty rare. You normally, if you can do it, you can do it. I'm red flagged for yeah. Czech Republic already. They went in last year with a very competent, nice, pleasant pop song, which is ringing bells for this year. They had no staging concept and the whole thing fell as flat as attack. I hope they've got something going on there with the staging for the competition. There's a lot of I'm potential a here with this song. So. I agree. Mm. I agree. And they had a little bit of a revamp, which I thought was quite good. Uh, one of the standouts I thought was the Dibzadob from uh, Moldova. They're always going to get good reception in Romania. They did a bit of a rockier live version of that, which I thought was good. Yeah, it sounded very live. I'm not sure how much the instrument 
instruments were, but it's even if it was a live recording of it, mm-hmm. you know, much a rough and raw, you will see a much more polished version at Eurovision, yeah. but, you know, they can do it. He's certainly a performer and can do that vocal, that's for sure. Others to perform on the night, Intelligent Music Project, did their dad rock, Vladana from Montenegro, Andrea from North Macedonia, Ranella from Albania, I guess we'll talk about her a little later, and Stefan from Estonia. So they also had a pre-party by the sound of things. Pretty in much, right? Well. Yeah, wow. But uh, Seleccionala all over for another year. Fingers crossed we have a little more of a tidier process next year. Yeah, goodbye. Well, the only other national final on this morning was in Serbia. Not Biavizia. It's new. It's a name. I don't have it. We're just going to move on. But we did have a winner after a couple of semifinals and a wonderful final this morning. And it was a surprise one, Michael. Mm. It was Constructor with In Copora Sano. In the end, this was a comfortable victory. Um, 12 points with the tally vote, 12 points with the jury, doubled the tally vote of the second place, which was Sarah Yol, which a lot of people were predicting to win. This was quite the interesting performance, an interesting song, uh, including lyrics that say, what is the secret of healthy care, Megan Markle? <laughs> and talks about um, spleens and healthy livers. It's a very strange song, but a very compelling performance. What did you think of it? I will say, very compelling performance. Obviously, there's a domestic pull here that we're not getting, um, if it you know doubled the vote of everybody else. I would never have picked this to win. Um, she's a very striking performer, however. Um, I can't imagine they're going to perform it like that come the contest. But, you know, why not? Oh, there's something... I don't know. It just seemed a bit odd. Um, look, there's something strangely compelling about this. The more I listen to it, the more I'm kind of into it. So, I don't know. I've got to... I've, Kind of got a feeling I might really enjoy this. Come oh, by the time oh, we get we to go. the a bit of a Nova Detsa for me. Oh, know, like, here we go! It, 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 by the time we get to the contest, I might really like it. Well, for those who haven't seen the the visual of this yet, she's basically sitting in front of like a bucket yes. and washing her hands. Yes, very much so. And that's pretty much it, right? Yes. But this thing is behind her. They do a kind of clap thing. You need to watch it. Like seriously, this is. So interesting. And you know what? I watched all the songs and I was so compelled by it. I was like, I would have picked up the phone and voted for that, even though I wanted another song to win. Mm-hmm. So there was just something very performance art about it. Yes. And she she is an incredible performer. So well done her. Yes, well done. And we stand a sanitary queen. Like, yes. <laughs> wash your hands. Keep washing them, people. Yeah. And look, the name of the song is actually Latin. Um, that Capora Sano means a uh, sound mind in a sound body. So very health related. Mm. Um, so, but also I have to say, poor Sario, she's got very close a few times. She's come second. Mm. Also, Zoya was Zoya, <laughs> the name of the song and the name of the artist, same thing. That's interesting. Came third. All three were first with jury, first with uh, televote, second with jury, second with televote, third with jury, third with televote. I like to see that. It means everyone's on par with everything. You can't argue with that order thing, can you? You That's exactly the way. Well, obviously, the jury picked it as well. So, well done to that jury. A wonderful show in um, Mm. Serbia yet again with an Australian connection. 
Stefan Popovich, who uh, is an Australian uh, presenter. He certainly is. Yes, he from Melbourne. co-hosted the event, uh, Serbian Australian. So good on him. He's yeah. done it for the last couple of years now. So um, um, what do you call it? Mend those ties between <laughs> Serbia and Australia, Stefan. Yeah, they always put on a good show, the Serbs, don't they? And there was no exception this year. Well, on Saturday, we had a national final all on its own. It was Germany 12 points. It was quite the interesting show, and we did have a winner. It was Malik Harris with Rockstars. We are, we used to be the Rockstars. I never thought of no harm to this thing we call life stuff. I wish there was a way to go back dreaming Remembering it so hard When time is moving so fast Wish there was a way to know that moving The good old days before we all Malik finished second in the online pre-show vote that was done through radio stations, but all public, and he won the tally vote on the night to win overall with his song. Uh, what do you think of this? Look, good, solid package, this, I think. And when you were looking at what was uh, available there in Germany, I thought this one stood out as the one to send. He's a good performer. He performs it very well. Um, can really sing the song and I think with a bit more inspiration in the um, staging we could see a decent result here for Germany decent result I don't know if it's a left-hand side of the scoreboard but at least this song says to me I could get some jury scores Um, sort of song it's very radio friendly I wouldn't be surprised if you know a couple of jurors per per country quite like this and score it and all of a sudden you're picking up some low points and you get a few of those and you're not at least embarrassed at the end exactly I think the one thing where people want to make that comeback is the best way to go forward with it is go jury Mm -hmm. televotes really hard to predict about how it's going to go juries are easier and I felt this whole selection was like Let's send the best jury song that we can find. <laughs> and I thought he did such a great vocal performance. The rap bit is really good, actually. He does a great performance of that. And the staging was nothing. And he was first up and he still won it really easily, which I think says the power of his performance and the power of the song. I mean, also weak competitors, probably. But mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah, he, he did he did really well. I think this is definitely the right choice on the night from um, Germany to send. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, beat Mal and Jonas, um, who won the online pre-show, but didn't do as well in the televote on the night. They were the, the pair of guys and that kind of like rocky thing going yeah, on. It, it wasn't bad with the combi van. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was fine. Third place was the one people were very worried about. It was Nico Suave and Tima Lieber with um, Hello Vault, Hello World, mm-hmm. um, which was the lyrics were changed to represent current situations. Oh. It didn't do very well in the online pre one, but came second on the night in the televote, only about 10 points behind and third overall. So it wasn't that great, and I'm kind of glad not to see it. Yeah, no, they came to the right conclusion. I did feel a bit sorry for Emily on the night, though. She forgot the words to her song, like in the live show. And, you know, I guess sometimes you can cover it up, but if you've gone completely blank, and that happens to people, you just go completely blank. So I'm glad she's not beating herself up about it too badly from what I can see on social media, etc., because these things happen. 
these things happen. We'll remember her now. Exactly. We'll forget everybody else. <laughs> and we will remember Emily Roberts. Um, mm. No relation. I don't know her. Um, but, you know, good on her. She tried. Yeah. Um, and I just had the one last thing. Felicia Liu with anxiety. Fans are bigging up this one. Not so much here at Aussie Vision HQ. And we weren't overly surprised as it only come fourth. Yeah. Bit of a flat performance. Yeah. It was always one I thought was going to struggle to translate to the stage. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, that was the case. Overall, the show... Um, was I think Island Plus like okay. a bit better than Island's one but not an amazing show but I have to say it was Jamala did her first performance mm-hmm. um, from going from Ukraine and that was a really emotional um, uh, emotional thing so yeah. it was wonderful to see and they did this massive show beforehand to raise funds for Ukraine so that almost overtook the whole show the mm. rock stars happened to win when it was all about Ukraine and Jamala it is it's casting such a shadow over Europe at the moment isn't it so it's You can't ignore it. You just can't. During the week, we did have some more songs released from some of the broadcasters. And let's start off with Montenegro. This one is Vladana with Breathe. Vladana and Darko Dimitrov, very famous name in the Eurovision circles with, you know, entries like I'm Alive from Albania 2015, Nova Detsa, Kruna, Proud, Loco Loco. This guy's got some pedigree. Um, what did you think of Breathe, Dale? It's, look, let's start with this really nice to have a Montenegro back in the competition. Yes, okay. Good. <laughs> um, it's not really grabbing me, but I, particularly that first minute, I'm really struggling with it. Towards the end, there are some moments that feel very Eurovision, in mm-hmm. inverted commas, which I think could lend itself to staging. Mm-hmm. I think on a studio track, it really kind of passes me by and I think will pass people by. But maybe come to the lives, she might be able to pull something together and with a decent staging concept. Maybe... Um, it's it's competent. It's Eurovision worthy, and when you've got a tiny a country like Montenegro, that's that's yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Look, I've got here as well. I'm kind of like <laughs> solid mid tempo song. Um, that I think the staging will be so important for this to convey the message. Otherwise, it may just come across as a little just an overwrought kind of woman sort of singing to the camera. So you need some sort of narrative, I think, with this song. Look, if there's any consolation for them, they have Serbia and North Macedonia in the semifinal. So they've got some points coming there. Um, I just think it's about getting the rest of the countries on board and getting some points, which I think could be the real struggle here. Exactly. If Demol didn't come last because they had Serbia in their thing, then this probably won't come last either in the semi. And look, it could actually end up doing quite good. Now, you said needs to tell that story. What's the story? Well, I mean, (laughs) you know, that's a good point. Um, Apparently, from what I've read, it, 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 it was kind of like a message to Europe about about you know just take taking a breath and how breath is is you know we all need air and we all need i know like i'm confused already <laughs> so uh, but apparently that's what's behind the song oh god you know, but, uh, sounds wet and have you seen the video it's odd people's oh, veins oh. coming out of their skin Too and stuff much. Like, i can't oh. cope with this i'm sorry i don't have i uh, don't have time for you montenegro <laughs> at the moment but look when it comes let's i we will see the real thing 
interim. Exactly. This is not going to rank high in anyone's things. It's not going to rank high with us, let's be honest. But by the time we get to in, you never know. Yep. It's not dead in the water. No, no, it's not a bad song by any stretch of the imagination. Well, also out during the week was the Netherlands. This was highly anticipated, and we have Estine with De Diepte. People were very much looking forward to this, as I mentioned. The song translates to The Depth. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what did you think of this? It's got a bit of buzz with fans this week. Yeah, I'm not surprised. There's a bit of depth to this one, isn't there? Um, really, really nice composition, I think, with this one. And I think the production is sort of suitably atmospheric as well. I have to say, it's got a very Benelux sound about it. If you were to hear, I mean, take out the language and just hear the instrumental, I'd be saying that's from Belgium, that's from Netherlands. It's got that feel about it. Um, look, I think juries should really, really like this. Even though there is a bit of da-da-da-da-da and ooh-ah in the song, which might put a few people off, I still think it, it's a very strong song. I really, really like it. Really do. It's kind of got to say, though, not currently in my top ten. So as much as I like it, I'm feeling midfield for this one. Look, we... we often don't go for the and like fans get excited by these because mm-hmm. there is something about thinking you know Netherlands and Belgium like the Senec um, Hoover Phonic last mm-hmm. year this song there's something about this atmospheric pop um, you know mid-tempo pop that they do really well mm-hmm. um, and they often accompany it with really slick movie-esque videos and this kind of these songs really suit that. It's almost soundtrack. It's almost the background noise of something that you're watching. We saw that with very much the neck, and that really did not translate live. Movement's really important with these types of songs. And I thought Hoover Phonic did, as much as it pained me to say, a wonderful job of getting everything out of that song, mm-hmm. that movement around and creating that to, to, to get them through to a final, which I thought was great. This has a bit more, I think. Mm-hmm. It just has a little few more elements more. I'm, I quite love this. There's a lot of um, this kind of European country sound. Uh, you know I love my country music. Mm-hmm. There's a Swedish group called um, First Aid Kit. It really kind of reminds me of the same kind of wheelhouse, not the same, but that sound. And I really love it, but... I it's going to need to do some staging. It can't. She just can't go out there and sing it. Like mm. this is going to need some good staging to get a good result. But I, I really like this. Yeah, I think it could grow on me more as we go. But you're right. I think the challenge there is to not just perform this, but to make it come alive and make it a real entry rather than just oh here's my art piece. Um, I mean, great to hear the Dutch language there back again. I yeah. think it really adds to it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Look. I, I, I'm in a good spot with it, but it could certainly go higher for me. Yeah, I, I don't see this doing amazing, but a long way to go. Let's see how mm. it goes. But a good good entry from the Netherlands, and they've kind of got nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, definitely. Lovely to see the Dutch language look back. Well, let's move on to the other national finals that were happening this morning, Dale. Let's head off to Sweden for the semi-final. Definitely not Andra Hansen. It's the semi-final. <laughs> and then we split into two groups. Semi-final group number one, our two qualifiers were Anna Bergendahl with higher power, 
shocked at that one were you Dale I'm so pleased she got through she deserved to get through um, it's not my favourite Anna Bergendahl song but she's just a wonderful artist good yeah. on her when you saw them against when you saw that song against the others you probably thought that is a step above and the other qualifier is my favourite coming out of the semi-final which is Tona Sekelius I have to say I thought she did a much much stronger performance and looked a little more confident this morning and I think that really shone through and got her the ticket so yeah very happy I think the biggest cheer that we've had here at Aussie Vision mm-hmm. HQ the entire national final season actually because I don't think we expected her to get through I think we expected Alvaro with his you know um, Melfest uh, Latin pop which actually wasn't that bad it was pretty good <laughs> it was pretty good but <laughs> it was all about her and um, it was an emotional uh, win as well I, I was so happy for her yeah. I think making a Melfest final is so important absolutely and we did wave goodbye to Alvea, uh, Alvaro Estrella with his suave and also Dana Strahen with Halabaloo I love I loved all four entries in that I loved Halabaloo <laughs> I'll give me a dance fund any day of the week it was a pretty tough uh, group that one the second group in the semi-final we had Tios coming out of uh, the semi-final with Somme de Ville have to say this was a perky little Twink bop, (laughs) Swedish twink bop. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was very good. Hmm. Very good. It's all slickly done. And the other one coming out of that half was Cassiopeia with I Can't Get Enough. Now, that is a good song, and I'm very happy that made it through. We were almost excited as much for this to get through because I was a bit worried about her as well. But this is a great little pop bop. Yeah. Loved it. And she's just fantastic. I still hate the staging, but I love the song. Yeah. (laughs) And we did have to wave goodbye to Lisa Miskowski and Lila Sister were the two that didn't make it out of that second grouping. Have to say, I'm really pleased with those qualifiers. I think they're going to add quite a bit to the grand final. Best results for the whole national final season. Everyone I wanted to get through got through. That never happens. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, no breakdown of the uh, voting at this stage. That will happen after the grand final. Now, the one other thing, which is a bit of a highlight for us, Dale, was we were introduced to Sommerskruggen. <laughs> Oh my god, the cat! <laughs> the cat! Oh my this god! Terrifying ten foot tall oh. cat that is apparently in a children's show in Sweden or something. But um, yes, when that came on the screen, I audibly yelled. <laughs> it looks like a sleep paralysis demon. It, it is. is terrifying. Children should not be seeing that, watching that. Horrific. Apparently, the kids love it though. They absolutely oh, love it. Oh, looking no. for <laughs> next. Never might make an appearance next week, which is of course our grand final next week, which we'll be looking forward to very much because I think we've got a good batch of songs now out of Melfest. Once you finally get to the final, it's always really good. I think I said last week, I'm like, this is terrible, and then today I was like, this is the best, not Andre Hansen ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it happens very quickly. All right, Portugal, we had the first semi-final of Festival da Cansal this morning, and we had five qualifiers through. They were Oscrocho e Maia with Amana, Orea with Y. Mm. Now, Orea with Y, Mike, mm. got a bit of talk about it. Yes, it, it, I guess it was, always, uh, it was always kind of one of the standout tracks. I mean, it was first on the playlist as well, so that always got your attention. But um, I'm not surprised she got through. Kyriakos from our team has already called it as the winner of FDC and look he does seem to know his Portuguese song um, if everyone remembers from last year Love is on my side we did scoff at him last year and he was correct I'm not going to scoff at him even though the first two minutes of that song drags (laughs) but the one last minute is really good Um, next up we had FF 
get through mm-hmm. without his red hanky, I presume. Yeah. Um, very un- a very good song and good performance. Mm-hmm. Then, but the one that we were excited about as well, Mike, that got through was Diana Castro with Ginger Ale, yes. one of our favourites. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. It's just something so charming and, and and about the song. It's so light and fresh and airy. It was an interesting performance. Like she really gives it in the performance. So. Yeah, I was I was happy to see it get through. Oh, it it gives me drunk mum three p.m. in the afternoon at a cocktail <laughs> lounge. I love it. It's fantastic, and I vibe with that. And the final qualifier was Morrow with Soldade, Soldade. Mm, that was one of the big ones. It was one of the big ones. I didn't mind it, so good to see it get through. Um, I will say I'm very disappointed that Fado Bisha with Apovo Pecanino uh, mm-hmm. did not get through. Um, Fado Bisha basically means queer Fado, mm. and it was a really good performance, and they did a really good vocal and really good job maybe ran out of steam a little bit Mm -hmm. but uh, i was really gutted to not see them get through a real authentic artist with a really good song so that was my favorite of the whole fdc and it's out first round this normally happens to me yeah (laughs) i mean first of all the console i mean at least they didn't put through four wailing ballads i guess that's the the main thing uh but it's always its own flavor and it's all very much it's portuguese so yeah they'll always put through what they want Exactly. And there's a lot more diversity this year. So that was semi-final one. We get semi-final two tomorrow and obviously the final next week. So on to Iceland, Mike. We are. Well, we, did, we didn't talk about Song for Kefnan last week, so we do have to broach the subject this week, Dale. It was second semi-final time. Now, we did have two qualifiers. Now, uh, I'm not going to try and say the Icelandic version, but Daughters of Reykjavik got through. We turned this around. Very colourful, good energy, a little chaotic at time, but at least it has impact, I guess. You know. I thought it'd be more chaotic when we heard the, when we heard the <laughs> studio. I thought, this is a mess. You, you wanted studio. more chaos? Gosh. No, I just wanted... No, no, I thought it would be more chaotic oh, wow. so i thought actually they they kind of honed in and they reined it in a little bit it was, it was a good performance i thought yeah it was a song for Kepner this yeah year. one of the ones that stood out i mean she did one of them did ride in on a vespa that's uh, very national final stuff uh the other qualifying this morning was cutler with then again very nice pop song um good vocal not much to remember on this one, unfortunately, but a very good use of mirrors in the staging, I thought. Now, there are two qualifiers from this week. Last week, we had Stefan Oli with All I Know, very heartfelt ballad. I've got the, I've got a bit of an Ari Olofsson feeling about this one. I got a feeling this might win. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he's just, he's, he's got a look, he's got a good vocal. You know, you know what the Icelandics are like. They'll probably go for that sort of thing. And then the other one to get through was Sigebetta and Ellen with their song, very country-infused pop. You know, it was nice. <laughs> you know, when I talked about um, First Aid Kid earlier, they sound very much like them. Ah. And so I am I actually quite like that out of the, the bunch, but hey, that's me. And then there was the one wild card awarded, which was awarded to Amorosis with Don't You Know. They were out of semi-final number one. Lovely vocal from the lead singer on this one. Very old school sort of schlager feel with a bit of 70s disco kind of uh, production. So... Yes, a little bit for everybody in that one. I missed that last song, so that you make me want to go back and watch that, but I feel like you might just be really selling it. No, no, <laughs> it's, really it's, good? it's worth watching. Okay. It's worth watching. There's a guy at a piano and she sings, but it's just the mix of the vibes. Like it is a Schlager song with some disco stuff in it, which I thought was, well, okay, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a choice. I think we can safely say this is not one of the strongest song for captains that we've had. Possibly not, no. Um, <laughs> look, I still think, to be honest, any of those could probably win. 
win, I'm probably probably leaning towards Stefan or the daughters of Reykjavik mm. to get through. Um, look, grand final next week in Iceland. We'll see some of the songs in English rather than Icelandic. So, you know, that things, makes a difference. Things may change. Yeah, may change. It, does, it does give me 2018 vibes. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing we had this week was a revamp, and guess who it was from? Mm-hmm. Albania. Oh, they're, they're at it again. <laughs> um, so they normally have a song that's over three minutes, so you always need a revamp. Sometimes they dog it. And sometimes it's wonderful. Mm. Um, this time we had um, Ranella Hayati with a Secret, which a lot of people loved. Got it down to the three-minute version. Had a quite a bit of a, like a movie premiere, quite a full-on video. What did you think of it? Um, the video. <laughs> well, everything. <laughs> Very odd. She goes to pick up a hitchhiker and then goes into a dream sequence for three minutes and then tells him to get in the car. Um, look, the... the um the song itself, I mean, it's a revamp. They've smoothed it out. I don't think they've chopped it up too much. They lost a little power in the first dance drop, maybe, but it brings back, brings it back later. So I don't think it's... Put it this way. I don't think it's affected its chances of doing well at the contest. Put it that way. Yeah, we have no Oshizenti, you know, Italy 2017. Why can't I say that? Where it felt like it was chopped, basically. Yeah. This feels smooth. This feels it's three minutes and feels like things are still going. You've got a mix of English and Albanian. So she's got English in there. Kyriakos from our team did mention that no English and Albanian song lyrics mixed together has ever qualified mm. i don't think this has any issue of qualifying mm. um but you know that, that'll that be interesting she could break ground there and mm. look I, I like it i just need to get used to it you know when you love a song you hear a different version you just take it a bit of time and it was an unusual movie um thing she had snake eyes was she a witch i don't know yeah, I, I thought she was going back to a past life yeah, not a dream sequence that's the, yeah that's yeah the video was like oh i recognize your face from a past life yeah like that yeah. That show with the the um, witches and stuff. Oh, okay. That show. It's not really breaking it down for me, Dale. Thanks. <laughs> no, uh, the vampires, not uh, witches. Okay. The va- anyway, move okay. on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. But um, look, I, I, we know what a wonderful live performer she is, so um, she'll get everything out of that live, no doubt. Well, let's cross continents now, Dale. Let's head off to America, where the American Song Contest had some announcement this week. We had our hosts announce a couple of weeks ago. This time it was the artist announcements. Now, I've got to say, some big names in this one are coming up here, Dale. So we have Michael Bolton, uh, sold over 75 million albums around the world. He'll be representing Connecticut. Uh, Jewel. I know you're a big fan of I Jewel. I love Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> no one said that for a while. She'll be representing Alaska, so that'll be an interesting one. Now, Macy Gray, fresh from her appearance on The Masked Singer Australia <laughs> and Grammy Award winning at Macy Gray, she'll be representing Ohio. Uh, and then we also have Cisco, most famous for the musical art piece Thong Song. He'll be representing Maryland. So one can only imagine what we're getting from Cisco. But um, some pretty big names there, all mixed in with some absolute no names. So, well, wow. That, that's what I love about this. So we went through the 56 artists. You have people who've got literally hundreds like only hundreds of followers on instagram and nothing over a thousand on spotify going up against michael bolton Mm -hmm. like that is 
that's major. Like that's huge. That's a bigger golf, I think, than we're getting at a Eurovision. Oh, for sure. Uh, so I think there's a real mix of people. You've got up and comers who maybe be in reality shows or legacy artists. You know, that might have a few million or a few thousand. You just got such a mix. The fact you've got the territories involved: American Samoa, Guam, Northern Mariana Islands, wow. going up against you know. Um, cowboy rap from wyoming it's terrible but anyway it's amazing at the same time keep an eye out for that one uh, so look it's fantastic we're going through everything now to try and pick out some stuff but it is worth investing in i'm i it's going to be a lot because we've got everything coming up for Eurovision at the same time but i think they've hit it out of the park in terms of the first year you need some big names yep. they're legacy artists of course but you need those names with those hosts well done, American Song Contest. I'm excited for it now. Yeah, yeah I was excited before. I must I admit. was semi-excited, and now I'm fully excited. <laughs> it's good to hear, Dar. Um, <laughs> well, look, you won't have to wait long. Kelly and Snoop Dogg will kick off the contest on March 21st, and we'll have the final in May on, on the 9th. So we'll have a fair few weeks to get our teeth stuck into this one, but I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be bloody good. All right, week ahead now, and first thing is probably like more of an Australian thing. We are due to talk to Sheldon Riley this week. Well, Kyriakos from our team is. They are very busy at the moment, so there's always that chance it might not happen, but Mm -hmm. we are due to talk to him, which is fantastic, and we'll have that up on Patreon. So for subscribers, watch out for that one, and if you've not subscribed yet, the link is in the show notes. Talking of Patreon, a quick shout-out here, Mm -hmm. Uh, Bree contacted us she's a, a patron um she's from nashville and uh, she contacted us through instagram because she got her sticker because when you join up you get a sticker or whatever yeah. um and oh my god i can't believe someone like her listens to us <laughs> i hope she understands a word we say <laughs> like two random australian guys talking about eurovision that's quite hard to believe someone in tennessee is it in tennessee yeah nashville tennessee what my fa- one of my favorite cities obviously being country music but like looking you know you see people's instagram and like she's too cool to listen to us why is she listening to an australian eurovision podcast uh, you need to explain brie but fantastic thank you so much brie i know thank you um also a big shout out to carol rob neil and kate who joined up during Australia decides really appreciate your support especially Kate who runs Euro Club Perth Mm. who are very much behind Voyager they did get over that loss enough to join up as patrons so thank you Kate you're doing an amazing job yeah thanks very much for the support there guys really appreciate it on to actual Eurovision things for the week Um, so we have on European time Tuesday 8th Switzerland we get the artisan song really looking forward to this they are the ones building for a potential win could be a dark horse you reckon could be. I'm expecting some quality. I mean, they've been on an upward trajectory. I can't imagine they'll be dropping the ball now. Hopefully not, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, on Thursday, we get... Do you remember Jeremy McKissie? Yeah. Belgium? Yes. First artist? The first guy announced. Yeah, well, they're finally giving their song on Thursday, 10th. We get the song from Jeremy. Nice. We also get the song from Amanda Tenfield from uh, support uh, representing Greece. Mm. We get her song as well. Bit of, bit of buzz around this one. This is sort of one of the favourites. No one's heard it yet, so. Exactly. And then on Saturday, we have the final three national finals, Sunday morning for us, which is Sweden's Melfest. Iceland's song for Kepnan and Portugal's Festival de Cancel. And our national final season will officially draw to a close next week. 
And as the rain falls behind us, if you can hear, mm-hmm. we also have six other songs to come out, and they have to pretty much come out in the next week or so. So we're going to get a lot more, including UK, which there's a lot of buzz, excitement, Is rumors. <laughs> there are rumors going around. There's artists being things. I'm buzzed and excited. So um, looking forward to seeing what all these countries bring. It's, it's almost come to an end. Absolutely. Come on, UK. Let's give us something good. And same with Azerbaijan. They've had a bit of a, a bit of a flat spot recently. So hopefully they can come back and and it Armenia to us. too. Mm, so I'm, yes. I think you never know. We could get the Eurovision winner in the next week. Mm, you're saying we haven't heard it. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> mm, I think France may have something to say about that. Or maybe Ukraine. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us this week, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.